Machine, fish or just one determined swimmer, John O'Riddler is just a few hours away from making it to shore in his record-breaking non-stop 100-kilometre open water swim from Altea Great Barrier Island to Naranek Beach on Auckland's North Shore. Fueled by donuts and meatballs, John O has been swimming since 10 o'clock yesterday. Uh, but he's had to make a slight deviation in course to avoid some of the worst swells. He's doing it to inspire urgent action to protect and restore the health of the Hodaki Gulf. Now, Hamish Wilcox is on Jono's support boat, and he joins us now. Hi, Hamish. How's it going? Where is he? Yeah, we're, we're all good, thanks. It's pretty rough out here, and um, we're right off. We're really Browns Bay, Tor Bay, I, I'm thinking Browns Bay, and... Even into Murray's quite soon, Murray's Bay, North Shore, Auckland. Do you know exactly how many Ks he's done, Hamish, how far off the record he is? It's actually really worth jumping on the uh, website and taking a look at that. I, I think we've probably clicked into you know high 80s, um, would well, be my guess. Uh, I haven't looked you know, right, like right now, but he's in a record. I've looked right now at Hamish, 96 Ks, it says on the tracker. You're so close, wow. he's so close. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, obviously anything over 80 years are a, a new record, and um, and he's, he's definitely going to break that when he feet touches the sand. How is he looking out there? Well, he's, you know, it's, there's obviously incredible fatigue going on, and I have no idea what must be going on in his head. One can only imagine, but, um, you know, he's he's feeding well, which is, you know, the, all the observers that are here, the massive support team that's here to help him. Um, you know, saying that's a really big deal. So he's feeding well, feeding regularly. He's coping with these massive waves, which are, you know, up to two metres, and um, and this wind, which has been almost, you know, 20 to 30 knots all day. So Hamish, he's taking the worst pounding at the hardest bit of this um, epic journey of his. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. I mean, no one here in the support group really can believe what he's gone through and what he's done and what he's proceeding with it's um he's you know he's just an extraordinary young man what's the last snack he had i think he might have had a donut but i'm not 100 percent on that either but there's a lot of powdered stuff going down and it's um it's not white powder <laughs> the man probably never wants to see another donut by the time he gets through with this hamish when he gets to shore what what should people expect? Is he going to be able to stand up and walk, for example? I, I think it's probably going to be a lot of um, people around just to make sure that he's 100% okay, you know, because there's a lot of things that can go, you know, a little bit awry with spending that much time in the water. Mainly the body temperature, I, I understand. But, yeah, no, he, I don't think he's going to be standing up and running anywhere when he gets home, when yeah. he gets on shore. One can only imagine the sort of fatigue he's going to um, experience. And, and I hear from other long-distance swimmers that you kind of come out covered in sort of sea slime. Do you know anything about that? That makes sense. I mean, you're in the water for a long time and it doesn't take very long for things to form on you, you know. Uh, so I can imagine that would be, uh, you know, I think <laughs> pretty early on his agenda would be to get rid of, you know, all that body body stuff, you know, and um, freshen up. But, yeah, no, he's done an incredible job. Obviously, a, a huge passion for the golf um, is what's driving him to this incredible attempt. And, and, I, and I know that he's going to be stoked with all the support he's received. You know, we heard that was, 
there's been all kinds of people uh, trying to get out or got out to see him in, and it's I know there's a massive group of people just waiting to find out which bay he's going to end up in. Yeah, but they can't come anywhere near them, can can they, Hamish? They've got to stay back from him just in case. You don't want anyone sort of, you know, crossing that. Yes, exactly. That. No one can touch him, so otherwise that destroys, you know, the last 30-plus hours. So no one can touch him until he's, you know, up on the beach and above the high water mark. And that's including us, so we've got to be super careful with everything we do around him and, and that he just keeps on, you know, focusing on his job um, one stroke at a time. 32 hours. That's how long he's been going now. 32 hours. Yeah, I know. It's, it's nuts. You know, we, we feel a little bit fatigued on uh, the support group, but, you know, we probably, you know, switched off for a period of time, and I don't know if... Are you there, Hamish? Yeah, yeah, I can oh, still yeah. hear you. Good. Hey, does he signal you? When's the last time he signalled? I'm okay. It's all good. Yeah, we've got t- two rubber duckies really close to him, and he's lit up, um, and they're watching him all the time. And we're uh, in the mothership. We're a little bit further away because it's a big boat. Um, and he's, you know, he's feeding, and he's, you know, he's communicating. So it all looks good right now. Fantastic. I hope the last little bit goes really well. All the best. That is Hamish Wilcox, who's on the support boat for John O'Riddler there, who is so close, so close to making that 100-kilometre mark um, from Altair Great Barrier Island to Naranek Beach, and it's pretty crappy out there at the moment. He's up against it, but battling on.